The question for this week, can an individual change God's plan? Okay, so let's give a quick summary of the Pasha and then we'll analyse it. Yaakov makes a coat for Yosef and the other brothers are jealous. Not only that, but then Yosef has dreams about the brothers saying that he's going to be better than other brothers. The other brothers really don't like that. One day, Yaakov says to Yosef, I want you to go in the fields and just see how your brothers are. As Yosef is coming to see his brothers, the brothers decide, let's kill him. As he comes along, the brothers say to each other, hey, look, <laughs> here comes the dreamer. You know what? Let's kill him. And then we'll see what happens to his dreams. Reuven hears this. Vayishma Reuven v'yatzilehu miyadam. And he saves him from their hands. And he says, don't do that. Rather, stick him into a pit. Stick him into a pit. And ultimately, they sell him. Okay, so that was clearly the simplistic way of reading it. But let me ask you a fundamental question here. It says Reuven saved Yosef from their hands. What would have happened if Reuven did not save Yosef? What would have happened if Reuven spent the day with Yaakov and he wasn't around? Would Yosef have died? Now, if you were to say that Yosef would have died, are you trying to tell me that Reuven could really change history and because of him, Yosef was alive? Or are you trying to tell me that, no, really, he would have stayed alive either way. He wouldn't have been touched. Well, if that's the case, then why do you say that Reuven is saving Yosef? It's not really Reuven saving Yosef. The point is, is Yosef's going to be saved either way. Did, let me ask you this way. Did Hashem want Yosef to die or not? If you want to tell me that Hashem did not want Yosef to die, then surely he would not die. You don't need Reuven. What do you mean Reuven saved Yosef from from his brother's hands. No, he didn't really, because Yosef wasn't going to die either way. Or you're going to tell me no, that really actually Hashem was going to kill Yosef, but now Reuven managed to save Yosef. What so? So what? So Reuven changed God's plan. How does this work? Now this question gets way bigger than just just over here. Do I make any difference in this world? Let's think about it. Because you've got one of two options, and each one doesn't really seem to fit so so well. Option number one. Everything is Bidei Shemayim. Every single thing is planned out. Every single thing that ever happens is planned out perfectly. You cannot, you know, you can't do anything good to anyone else. You can't do anything bad to anyone else. The only thing you can change is yourself, but you will make no impact into this world. Now, on the positive side, that's great. That means, okay... Hashem is controlling the world. But on the other side, it means I don't have any purpose other than myself. Meaning what? So if I choose to not give a share, well, don't worry, they'll know about it anyway. If I don't give tzedakah, well, they'll get it anyway. Which means I can't make any impact on this world at all. Well, that would be option number one. Or well, what's the alternative? The alternative is, no, of course you can make an action. You can make a positive impact on this world and negative. Wow. That means what? So I can just go and punch someone, even though they don't deserve to be punched? What, just random things happen and Hashem has no control? Chas v'shalom. It seems to be a bit of an issue both ways. So, so do, can, do I make an impact in this world, in which case it's, I, I can make a change in this world, which therefore will seem to imply that Hashem is almost like leaving it, which is a very scary idea. Or on the other side, we say, no, everything is controlled by Hashem. But on the other side, there was, what space is there for me? 
is there do I have any purpose other than changing myself? Can I make zero impact in the world? You know who discusses this? Love Tesla. Okay, so I want to get through now a huge amount of material in a teeny weeny little bit of time. Stage one, what we need to know to be able to answer this question. Every single person who's alive on this planet is either doing one of two functions. Either a person is living Bishvili Nivra Oilam, the world was created for me, meaning I'm using this world correctly. What's the purpose of this world? Free will and to make the right decisions. When Hashem created this world, he created it for us to be able to gain from it, that I can own my mitzvahs. And therefore, someone who says, yeah, I, I'm, I've got free will, I'm using it for the right purpose, that means it's worth it for the world to be created for them. Okay, but that's a really high madriga. What about the rest of us? What about someone who's not necessarily always making the right decisions? What am I doing on this planet? So Hashem says, no, I have also a purpose for you. Even though you're not using this world correctly, nevertheless, you can be used as a utensil, as a clee for people who are using this world correctly. So let's say, for example, the tzaddik, the person who's using this world correctly, requires meat. So you know what? That means the butcher is also living for the purpose of serving the tzaddik. But one minute, it's not just the butcher, but also the butcher also needs to have his food from the supermarket. So therefore, all the people in the supermarket, they're staying alive, in order to be able to make the butcher alive, in order the butcher can be able to get the food for the tzaddik. But one minute, all the people in the supermarket, they need to have uniforms. So all the people creating the uniforms, they're alive for the sake of the people at the supermarket, who are alive for the sake of the butcher, who's alive for the sake of the tzaddik. So, so many people can be living in this world as a kli, a utensil for the tzaddik. And when you're living as a kli utensil for the tzaddik, you also get reward in that. Because if it wasn't for you, the tzaddik wouldn't be able to do their mitzvahs. So here's the second thing we now need to know. Is it ever possible to cause a chil Hashem? And you're thinking, well, of course you can create a chil Hashem. And the answer is, no, you can't. Ultimately, it's impossible to create a chil Hashem. What do you mean? What do you mean? You can do plenty of bad things. Nope. Listen. Let's say a person does an Aveira. So what happens in Shomayim? They're going to get punished. When a person gets punished, that is a revelation of Hashem's justice. Din. So therefore, the person may be trying to hide the revelation of Hashem. They may be trying to do a Chil Hashem. But ultimately, that Chil Hashem will result in a Kiddush Hashem. Okay, not now, but in the future when people will see, ah, this is what happens to someone who, who messes with God. And of course, if a person does a mitzvah, that would also result in a Kiddush Hashem. Which means, however way you slice it, whatever a person chooses, it will always result ultimately in a Kiddush Hashem. You choose good, bing, Kiddush Hashem. You choose bad, well, person will get punished for that. That would also be a Kiddush Hashem. Let's put those two factors together. A person who's living as a Kli, how do they get reward? by being used by the tzaddik. Imagine someone says to a tzaddik, can you please help me? I need your help. The tzaddik now has a moral dilemma. Do I help or do I not help? Whatever he chooses, the kli gains. If the tzaddik says, sure, here's money, bing, he gets a mitzvah. Who gets reward for that? The kli, the person asking for the money. 
because if it wasn't for them, the Tzaddik never would have given. And what happens if the Tzaddik does not give and says, get out of here? The Tzaddik would have done an Avera, and therefore, who gets reward? Also, the Kli, because if it wasn't for the Kli, there'll be no revelation of Hashem's strict justice, and therefore, there will be a lack of a Kiddush Hashem. Either way, the Kli gains reward. Last piece of the jigsaw that we need before we put it all together. Hashem will never go against MS. Everything is always going to be truthful. Which means, if a person is an absolute, utter Tzaddik, never done anything wrong, and he does not deserve, according to the strict letter of the law, to die, he will not die. The gun will jam. As he's, as he's falling off a cliff, there's going to be, um, I don't know, a bouncy castle there. He cannot be touched. On the other side, if Hashem says, I want someone dying, they will die. If Hashem decided, that's it, a person's going to die, they're going to die. But there is this middle ground. When it comes to a Kli, someone who's not using this world correctly, but they're still in this world because they're there for the purpose of helping those to use, other people to use free will. With this person, according to the strict letter of the law, do they deserve to die? Yes, they're not using this world correctly. Why are they living? Because they're living as a Kli. How do they gain reward in this world? By being used as a Kli. Now, here we go, three scenarios. Imagine God says, I want someone dying. That means he's going to make sure that person dies, whether it's going to be a disease, whether it's going to be a wild animal, or whether it's going to be someone who is beyond their free will to make this decision. Someone who's so trained to just murder, then they're not going to think about it and they'll just murder this person. If a person is not meant to die, Hashem says, I do not want this person dead, then whatever happens, they're going to be saved. What about this person who's a Kli? This person who's a Kli, remember, the only way they gain reward is by being used as a utensil. They will now be faced in front of someone who will have their moral dilemma, do I kill or do I not kill? And as we said, whatever choice comes out, that Kli will gain a reward. But there's a big difference between the two. You see, if he chooses to kill him, he will die. Yes, he'll gain reward, but he'll die. And if the person chooses not to kill the Kli, then that means that person manages to save the Kli. He has kept that Kli alive. This is with everything. If you see someone who needs Sadaka, if this person is an absolute, utter Sadik, and he deserves to be able to get the money, he'll get the money. If this person, Hashem decides, I do not want them to get the money, they won't get the money. But if this person you're facing is a Kli, and by the way, most people in life are living as a Kli, then your choice will determine what will happen to that Kli. Either way, the Kli is going to gain a reward because you make the right decision, they're going to get a reward because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't make the right decision. If you make the wrong decision, they're going to get reward. But the difference is, is do you help them or do you not help them? You really can make a massive difference in this world. The outcome of anyone who is a Kli is in your hands. Armed with this, let's reanalyze the story of Yosef and the brothers. The brothers believe that Yosef is trying to kill them, not physically, but spiritually, trying to cut them off from being the lines of the Jewish people. And they say, let's do a test. Let's put a bullet against his brain and pull the trigger. If we shoot and he's dead, we were right and he is wrong. But if we try to pull that trigger and, and, and it jams, that means he was right all along. Let's see what will happen to those dreams. 
You see, the brothers aren't saying, ha ha ha, let's kill him and we'll see what happens to those dreams. It's no, it's a test. Let's try to pull the trigger and see what will happen to those dreams. Who's right? Reuven says to the brothers, that's not a fair test. Maybe, just maybe, Yosef is not on the level of a tzaddik anymore. Maybe he has dropped down a tiny amount of his level and now he's living as a Kli. If he's a Kli, if you try to shoot him, you will succeed. And therefore, that's not a fair test. Reuven saved Yosef. He literally saved Yosef from the brothers. In case this idea sounds way too radical, I just want to be able to bring you two other proofs for it. When Cain killed Hevel, the verse says, the bloods, plural, of your brother are calling out. What do you mean, bloods? So Rashi says, two opinions. Number one is that Cain didn't know where to kill Hevel, so he just hit him all over the place, and there was blood sprouting from everywhere. Gross. And the other opinion is, is that no, his children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-great-grandchildren, you murdered all of them. Meaning, if Cain didn't kill Hevel, he would have lived with children and grandchildren. How can that be? Answer is, Hevel only brought the offering because his brother did. Ah, no longer is he on the level of Bishvili Nivra Oilam, the world's created for him. He's not using his free will perfectly. He drops to the level of a kli, a utensil, and now he's the utensil for Cain. What are you going to do? And he chooses to kill him. Next case where we see this, which we say almost every day, by Yomed David Elgad, Sali Maod, Naviyat Hashem Ki Rabim Rachamav Uviyad Adam Al Epola. Hashem says to David, You counted the Jewish people, you need to be punished. You can pick one of three doors. What's it going to be? Is it going to be a famine? Is it going to be an illness? Or is it going to be war against your enemies? David says, I don't want to fall into the hands of my enemies. Why? because they might cause more damage to me. Oh, what do you mean? How can you cause more damage? Answer is, David is saying, I did something wrong. I dropped down from the level of being a tzaddik to the level of a kli. Now that I'm a kli, now my enemies have the ability to have a free will choice against me. I will gain either way. If they, make a, if they choose to do something terrible, that will result in a chil Hashem, which results in a kiddush Hashem. I get reward for that, but I will get damaged take-home message. None of us should just sit by and think, hey, I don't really make a difference in this world anyway, apart from myself. Rubbish. You do make a difference in this world. Every time you affect someone, you choose to do a kindness to be able to help someone, to teach someone, they've gained. You choose to do something harmful to someone, they lose. Your life matters. Make the right choices. Good Shabbos.